Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. If you've got your Bibles this morning, open them up to Matthew chapter 5. <clears throat> and um, it's good, or get your phone out, as Ian is. That's cool. And we're going to continue on our journey looking at uh, the Beatitudes. And Matthew chapter 5, verse 7, I believe it is this morning, we're going to have some time looking at. <clears throat> really, really want to encourage you um, um, on, on the coming together for City Serve this Saturday coming. Um, we had the great privilege. Um, we met two Thursdays ago uh, as ministers here. There was about, um, about 10 churches that were represented, really, really healthy working together of churches in our city. And I'm um, just thrilled with that. Um, we met with council just last Thursday and um, had the meeting with the staff. And as always, we started in prayer, prayed firstly with all the staff. And uh, that's just awesome, don't you think? They know we're the church, amen. But do want to encourage you with our project coming up. There's, it's like when you serve in, in food care. You put that shirt on and you just become like a super person. There's just an anointing. There's a, I often say it's like there's the grace of God on that food care ministry. People will testify to that. You know, you come in, you're feeling depressed, you put the shirt on, you're like, you're like super person, just feeling it. And it's the same with city serve as well. You put the shirt on, you get down there, and who would ever think that, that, that weeding or painting or chopping stuff down would be enjoyable? On a Saturday? It's like, who does that on a Saturday? But I have seen so many of our youth come down and, and just work so hard but absolutely love the whole thing. Now, I don't know about you. You might have a teenager at home. Sometimes it's just a bit hard to get them just to pick up after themselves, yeah? <laughs> but they get to city serve. They turn into these just, just astounding. What is it again? It's the grace of God on it. And I really want to encourage you, if you haven't experienced or haven't been a part of a city serve um, project, then really want to encourage you. Come down even for an hour and just experience um, God working through the churches, working through his people as we transform Bass Point. Amen. And uh, maybe we could get a dive in down there too. Who knows? Awesome. Well, we want to continue. Um, we just want to really welcome you today. If you are visiting, very big welcome to you. Thank you for making the choice to come out and worship with us today. And also just pray that this word uh, this morning would be an encouragement to you. Over the last um, four weeks, we've been digging in um, to Matthew chapter 5. We've been looking at the famous Sermon on the Mount. And over the last few weeks, we've been looking at um, life attitudes uh, that Jesus says we should be developing in our lives. And what I love about this teaching is that, that Jesus encourages us to have an attitude. Don't you love that? Have an attitude. But the truth is this about our attitudes. Sometimes our attitudes in life can be life-limiting, yeah? We've all heard people say, man, they've got a bad attitude. We've all had that, and I guess if you've been a parent for long enough... Uh, or when you were growing up, you probably appreciated sometimes where you might have had or your kids have had a challenging attitude as well. But this series is all about developing the right attitudes in life. Amen. You know, the awesome thing about attitudes is this. If you, if you don't have the right attitude, that potential attitude will limit your potential in life. But if you develop good attitudes, they will release your potential in life. Amen. 
Bad attitudes will limit you. Good attitudes will release you. Hallelujah. And Jesus in Matthew chapter 5 over the last few weeks has been teaching us about developing good attitudes. In the first one, we looked at developing the attitude of being poor in spirit. Then uh, a couple of weeks ago, we looked at what it means to have a meek attitude. I think David Hunter shared that one with us. Last Sunday morning, Ian um, brought out all of his clothes, probably his whole cupboard, and uh, helped us to understand what it meant to hunger for righteousness. Amen. I didn't know you had so many coats, bro. Awesome. So today our verse is this one. If you've got your Bibles, open it to Matthew chapter 5. And verse 7, it says this. It says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Today we want to look at understanding, looking at this word before we go into understanding and having a look at the word mercy and what it means to be merciful. I want us just to spend and have a little moment at looking at the word blessed here. We, we as Christians, we hear the word blessed used quite a bit. Amen. We do, and in Scripture we see that there's um, a precedence for laying hands on someone and blessing them. That can be a definition of the word blessed. Or we could see, um, you know, in Chronicles where the, uh, the uh, priests bless the temple, bless the work of God. But when Jesus says, blessed are those who are merciful, for they shall obtain mercy, what's the definition of that word blessed there? And I want to say this morning, the, the definition of that word in the Greek, if we could say it, I didn't get the numbers and all that, but basically it means to be happy. Happy are those who are merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Don't you like that this morning? So when Jesus is using that word blessed there in Matthew chapter 5, he's basically saying when you develop these attitudes, when you build these things into your life, you will be happy. Anyone out there want to feel blessed, want to feel happy? Absolutely, no question about it. But we've got to understand the power of this text here and be willing to apply these attitudes to our life. So when Jesus says bless, what he means is we will be and should be happy. So this morning we want to look at it, Matthew chapter 5. Um, Blessed are the merciful, shall they shall obtain mercy. First little thought is this this morning. What does it mean to be merciful? You know, I'm surprised today how many Christians aren't merciful. Judgmental critical how many Christians get mad on the road <laughs> be honest I exhort thee oh jeez like, praise and worship music going on you know hallelujah next one someone cuts in front of you and where'd that demon come from you know blah. but Jesus said blessed are those happy are those who are merciful for they shall obtain Mercy. So the word mercy, mercy, what does it mean? The word mercy is mentioned 275 times in the Bible. It's mentioned over 100 times in the book of Psalm, in particular mentioning or speaking about God's mercy to us. But the definition of the word mercy, again, that definition in the Greek there, it means to have compassion on. Amen. To have compassion on. I like this definition because I wrote it. I'll share it with you this morning. <laughs> Is that all right, Neil? Yeah. Listen to this thought here. The, the definition of mercy is to choose not to render to people what they deserve. Don't you love that this morning? To choose not to render to people what they deserve. And I thought about it this morning. This is exactly what God has done for each of us. It's called the gospel. It's called the good news. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Love that. So this morning, I want us to look at a parable that Jesus taught to his disciples. Um, what's a parable? A parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. Amen. That's what a parable is. And in this story, Jesus teaches the disciples how his heavenly Father views mercy and forgiveness. So open up your Bibles or flick across to Matthew chapter 18. We want to have a look at this parable here and understand a little bit about mercy. Hallelujah. Blessed, happy are those who are merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Are you merciful this morning? Are you developing an attitude of mercy towards others? Are you critical? Are you negative? Are you judgmental? Amen? Or are you developing an attitude of mercy? A little bit relaxed, a little bit chilled out, it's okay, amen. God's given me mercy, so now my challenge in life is to give mercy to others. Come on. God's shown me mercy. So much mercy. My sins have been forgiven. They've been washed in the blood of Jesus. I now have the gift of eternal life. I'm forgiven. Hallelujah. But now my attitude is to be mercy towards others as well. Not judgment, not being critical, not being condemning, but having an attitude of mercy to others. And Jesus gives us an illustration here. If you've got it in your Bible this morning, starting at verse 21, I believe it is here in verse 21, Matthew chapter 18. Read along with me if you would. Jesus gives us a bit of an illustration of what it means to have a merciful and forgiving heart. 21, it says, Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall, I, uh, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Isn't it surprising how unforgiving we can be towards other brothers and sisters in Christ? Peter comes with the question, well, how many times am I... In other words, some people were giving Peter a bit of angst. Jesus, how many times do I have to forgive these people? Up to seven times? He's like, he's a superhero, seven times. (laughs) At least seven times, Lord, right? But I'm surprised how... Often we get so offended with one another, so offside with one another. We get ticked at one another. We're not meant to be that way. Mercy. What are we meant to show? Mercy. So it's a good question. He comes to, to Jesus and says, how many times am I meant to forgive? Up to seven times. Jesus goes on and says to him, I do not say up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. If you're cranky with someone then right now, get over yourself. Hello? If you've got an attitude towards another brother or sister in Christ, right now, before heaven, get over your sweet little self. Amen. Forgive. Release. Forget. Show mercy towards. Blessed are those that are merciful. Blessed are those. Happy are those that are merciful, for they shall be forgiven. They shall obtain mercy. Verse 23. I do not say up to you seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Verse 23, Therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. That's a lot. But as he was not able to pay, his master commanded him that he be sold, wow, with his wife and children and all that he had, and that payment be made. The servant fell before him, fell down before him, saying, Master... Have patience with me and I will pay you all. 
Then the master of the servant was moved with compassion, released him and forgave him his debt. See the picture there? Who does that remind you of in that verse of Scripture there? Come on, who, if you, you just draw back from that and have a look at that. What, what, what is that like an overview of? God and me and us, yeah? Look at it. Then the master of the servant was moved with compassion and forgave him the debt. Verse 28, but it says, But that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, and he laid his hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe me. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. And he would not, but went on and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what had been done, they were grieved. And they came and told their master all that had been done. Then his master, after he had called him, said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all the debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. Listen to these few thoughts this morning. The master in this story was angered. Why? Because the servant didn't show the same mercy that the master had shown him. The story is an illustration of our lives and the way that God has shown mercy to us. The servant had a debt. We had a debt of sin. The servant could not pay the debt. We could not pay our debt of sin. The servant came to the master and asked to be forgiven. We came to Jesus and asked to be forgiven. The master of the servant was moved with compassion and shown mercy. Our heavenly father was moved with compassion through Jesus and we were shown mercy. But the thought I want to bring to your attention today is the way the master responds to the servant who was shown mercy, but didn't show mercy. Jesus uses this story this morning to bring a warning to us. Anyone out there? To bring a warning to us. It says this in verse 35. It says, So my heavenly Father will also do to each of you if from your heart does not forgive his brother or sister, their trespasses. Showing mercy towards others is such a big deal in the eyes of God. Why? Because he understands the extent of mercy that he's shown each of us. The master was angered at the servant that showed no mercy because he was shown such mercy. Same thing applies to our lives as well. When we are, have been shown such great mercy and we don't show mercy to others, it angers or grieves the heart of God. You get it this morning? Grieves and angers the heart of God. In the same way God is angered at us when we don't show others the same mercy as He shows us. Not showing mercy to others not only angers God, but also has a detrimental effects, effect on our lives. Let me explain to you this morning. Jesus said, Happy are those who live with an attitude of mercy. 
Happy are those who are merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. When you live with an attitude of mercy, there's a sense of joy and freedom around your heart. Amen? Happy. You've got mercy in your heart. It's flowing out of your heart through your eyes, through your mouth, through your words, through your actions. you just got an attitude of mercy. I'm not going to um, hold a grudge towards anyone. I'm going to release people. When they offend me, I'm going to choose in advance to forgive them. Ooh. Ooh, really? Yeah. But when you have an attitude of mercy, you're free. You're living with this sense of, I've got joy. I've got this attitude of grace around my life. But the opposite happens when we refuse to show mercy to others. A merciless life is a sad life. You might know people like that this morning. No mercy at all in them. You've got a sad life. When we show mercy to others, we are living in or under the grace of God. We live with a sense of favour. I feel blessed and happy. When we don't show mercy to others, we are living under law, the judgment of God, because we are living outside of His grace. You get it this morning? Blessed, happy are those who are merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. The same measure of mercy that God has shown you is the same measure of mercy that we are meant to show others. Wow. Is that a challenge this morning? Sometimes I don't like people. You too. Sometimes in church, you know, you just go, oh, geez, Louise. You know, there's a good church down the road. I never think that. I never think that. I'm, I don't. I never think that. But you know, we can, we can have a hard attitude towards others. Jesus is wanting us to have a beatitude of mercy. A beatitude of mercy towards other people. Because when we have a beatitude of mercy, we're living under the grace of God. There's joy, there's peace, there's freedom, there's liberty. Happy. Amen? But when we allow an unmerciful attitude to remain in us or maybe grow within us, we start to move outside of that grace spot that he has for us. Hallelujah. Amen. So when we live with a merciful heart, there's a sense of joy around us. But when we live with a merciless heart, there's a sense of sadness that develops around us. Today, the thought is this. If we want to live under the mercy of God, we must be willing to have an attitude of mercy. Not holding grudges, being quick to forgive. Amen? Love what Jesus said. Blessed are they that merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. If my attitude is one of mercy towards others, then I will live in an atmosphere of grace. Amen? The truth about life is this. There is always going to be people who upset you or offend you. Even at work, this is meant to be applied. Even with that boss that you... Even with your kids, you want to... Even with your spouse, never. But, you know... Ah! Rachel says that about me. <laughs> Remember the story? The master was angered because the guy didn't show the same amount of mercy that he was shown. Hallelujah. 
develop an attitude of mercy. But there are always going to be people who offend you. If I could just have the musicians this morning, that would be great. Listen to what the encouragement of, of, of having a heart towards each other, in particular in the context Christians, other believers, but I believe it goes beyond just that sphere in our lives as well. We're meant to have mercy towards everyone. Hello? Meant to have mercy towards everyone. But Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 says this, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ also forgave you, so you must also do. Take that back to Matthew chapter 18. As you've been given mercy, you're meant to show the same amount of mercy to others as well. Hallelujah. And this beatitude is about having the beatitude of mercy. Hallelujah. Question this morning as we conclude. Are there people in your life that you need to show mercy to? Are there people in your life right now that you need to be developing and releasing an attitude of mercy towards? Hallelujah. Are there people this morning potentially that you might have a tinge of unforgiveness towards them, a, a tinge possibly of resentment towards them? You, you might have just a, the smallest seed. But can I encourage you this morning? God wants to uproot that seed out of your heart so that you can have an attitude of mercy towards those that may have upset you, that may have wronged you, that may have done the wrong thing by you, that may have said the wrong thing by you. might have done a whole list of things, but the reality is we've done it all and probably more. He's given us such mercy. He wants us to have an attitude of mercy as well. Could we just bow our heads as we close this morning? Lord, thank you this morning for the mercy that you've shown us. Lord, we pray today that you would help us to develop and continue to develop an attitude of mercy towards others, Lord. Thank you for revealing, Jesus, this morning, the extent to which we have been given mercy and forgiveness. And Heavenly Father, we ask you today that you help us to understand the power and the place of mercy in our lives as well. May our attitude as we walk out of this place today and as we walk into this week be one of mercy and forgiveness. Well, every head's bowed and eyes closed this morning. If you're here today and you haven't received the gift of forgiveness and salvation that God offers through His Son, Jesus Christ, you've never received the gift of mercy and forgiveness that He offers today. If you know in your heart this morning that you are not right with God, you're away from God, but you know that there's something in you that's stirring your heart to say, I need to get right with God. I need to be forgiven. I need to ask God to forgive me of my sins. While every head's bowed and eyes closed, if you're here this morning and you're in this place and you're going, yes, I want to receive Jesus as my Savior this morning. As I look across this building, if you would raise your hand this morning so I can see it nice and high this morning. Thank you, sir. I see your hand. You may put it down. Anyone else this morning as well? Just needs to come to that place. Quickly, just thank you, ma'am. I see your hand there. Thank you so much. Anyone else this morning? Thank you, young man. I see your hand there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I stand the back there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. People are responding this morning. God, I see your hand there as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. We thank you, Lord. 
We thank you, Lord. Why don't we all pray this prayer together today? Dear Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross so that we could be forgiven. Today, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my wrong. Today, Lord Jesus, I make you Lord of my life. I choose today to follow you. I thank you today for your gift of eternal life. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen.